Hey everybody, Zach here. Before we get started with the podcast, I just want to let you know about our sponsor, Anchor. We're new to podcasting here at Salty Saints, and Anchor has made it so easy for us to get started. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain a little bit about it. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. The best part about Anchor, though, is that it's absolutely free. So if you, like us, want to get your word out there, you want to try your hand at podcasting, make sure that you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, thank you for listening to a very special episode of Salty Saints Podcast, where we're really not entirely sure what we're doing. Um, It's Christmas time here around the office. Randy is on a vacation this week, and we thought, you know, let's, let's let's just do something random. Let's just get a little... I guess whimsical is my word of the day. Whimsical with it. And uh, so I've got Jason and I've got Jimmy <laughs> sitting here with me. What's going uh, on, guys? <laughs> say hello, Jimmy. Hello. There you hello, go. Jimmy. They're sharing a mic, and it looks really awkward, but that's okay. Um, we're talking Christmas stuff. We're talking about all the random Christmas stuff. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to see what everybody's different views on Christmas look like here. All, all the all the parts of Christmas, not just the the churchy parts of Christmas. So, uh, at top of the list of things that we've got written down are TV shows, TV shows and movies. So, uh, what are, let's hear you guys' thoughts. Favorite TV shows, movies, maybe most hated TV shows, movies. I don't know. Well, I I can give you the quick answer. That our family has a tradition that when we decorate the tree. And we typically do like the weekend of Thanksgiving. So usually the Sunday after Thanksgiving is when we pull the decorations out and decorate the tree and all that. Um, we always watch Elf while we wa- while we decorate the tree. That's a good one. Just because uh, we like to hear Michael quote it line by line by line <laughs> without even looking at the TV. He just knows it's coming. And yeah, yellow ones don't stop. It's it's just hands down our family's favorite Elf movie. Excellent. Yet, so excellent. Yeah. yeah. I, I like uh, I like Elf a lot. That's probably I would say that's my family's favorite um, Christmas movie. Either that or a Christmas Story. But the problem with the Christmas <laughs> Story is it plays like seventy two times over the course of Christmas Day, which I'm pretty sure the time on that doesn't add up. But that's okay. Right. Yeah. Are there any others that you have to watch for it to feel like Christmas? Yeah, uh, Ki- Kiss saves Christmas. No, I just made that oh, up. The Rock Band Kiss. No, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, I think that was from. Family I'm glad Man. that's made know. up. What about you, Jimmy? <laughs> no, I think that's a thing. I do think that's a. They thing. did a Halloween one. I remember that. They, like, they saved a. It was an amusement park. Hold on, I gotta look this up now. You're bothering me. No, there's yeah, there's a Kiss Halloween deal. So you're saying we yeah. might have to pause the podcast to watch this? So that <laughs> is it real? 
No, it's a Family Guy reference. <laughs> oh, it's Family Guy. Okay, it's yeah. Peter's like favorite yeah. thing. But the, okay, but the band did do a, a holiday one. Did they? It, I think it was it was Halloween. What about the Star Wars Christmas special? Oh, that's horrible. Oh, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. The, the only fun thing to watch is the beginning because it's that traditional '70s style of uh, show openings. Like it shows, you know, what's her name? Um, Lady plays Maud. And they have that, uh, yeah. They uh, different celebrities can't see it on the podcast, but Zach's giving me a strange look. But I don't uh, know. It's got that whole seventies vibe of they show the actor's face and they're like turning oh, and oh, like, smiling, like or, watching the beginning of Full House or something. Yeah, or like, Love yeah, Boat. Right. Yeah, right. and they do it with all the Wookies and <laughs> and so like the the kids have like really goofy names, like it. They're, they're younglings. They're like Star Wars younglings. Yeah, but the names of them are just, or, I right. don't know, it's like kooky or oh. something. or it's So the first few minutes are the only minutes worth watching. It, what I'm really getting here is Jimmy's watched this more times than, yes, than we have. I think so. <laughs> no, I, I can see the beginning, and then I, it's like, I, this is too dumb for me. It just starts to drop off a little bit. It, it, it makes Jar Jar, whoever invented Jar Jar, look like a genius. Like That was a great <laughs> creation. So my my favorite thing as a kid was for I guess like two years of my life, I watched a movie every single day called Santa versus the Martians, and it's the worst movie. Like the Star Wars Christmas special mm. makes this look like yeah, it's like a sci-fi from the fifties. Oh, 60s. it's terrible. Yeah. It, yeah, it's black and white. It makes no sense. It's awful, and my poor parents were subject to that every <laughs> single day for two years. So, good on them. <laughs> Let's redeem the conversation a little bit here. <laughs> what about like? I always loved those uh, old, the old animations that you know probably came out of you know like the Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, the Rankin Bass, the what, the Rankin Bass stuff. Is that, I have no That's idea. That's the create, that. yeah. Oh, okay. Like had the abominable snowman or something like that in yeah, it. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Those were always cool. I always love those. What, what the the heat miser and the yeah. what was the other one's name? The frost the frost miser. No, what? It was, uh, this is gonna. Bother I should me. know. I've seen it. it. I just know the heat miser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those were. I always loved those. Those, those were, were good. good. Those were weird. And there's a little bit of that in Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that's a probably like Mr. Narwhal. Yeah, when he leaves the North <laughs> Pole. Bye, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, All right. Um, okay. So, okay. Hang on. But since I feel like you're about to change the topic, uh, so you do whatever you want, man. But going back to the Star Wars thing, um, I think you were the one showing me the picture. Have you seen the uh, um, the nativity scene with Star Wars characters? No. Based off Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. No. <laughs> you didn't oh, you weren't the one showing no. me this? No. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like Mary and Joseph is like Finn and Ray. <laughs> Baby Yoda is Baby Jesus, and then the Mandalorian is kneeling by the manger and You haven't seen that? No. <laughs> okay, we'll have to look that up. But endless market. Maybe one of the strangest nativity scenes. You'll ever see, but okay. it's hilarious at the same time. It's so. probably no more strange than a nativity scene where they're all white. I mean, just saying. <laughs> or Legos. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's no less historically accurate. <laughs> so is everybody in your family like the Rankin-Bass stuff? See, in my house, it's sort of divided. 
Uh, my wife's. Uh, you keep can, saying this word. Let's. Is that the like director? Is yeah, that that's the, the creator? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did all those. Did Frosty, Rudolph, dropping knowledge. Bombs Fourth of on July, me. Christmas. Okay. Year without sex. I watch them all. I believe that. I believe that. But my wife is eh. <laughs> Doesn't love it. I don't know that our families talked about it that much. Oh yeah, it's a it's a big topic. Because I know. I've probably, well, we haven't had cable in a number of years. And so those don't really come up on Netflix and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know if my kids have seen them. Well, some of them, I, I had, like Rudolph is one I want to watch undisturbed. Really? Yeah. Like Elf. You were talking about Elf a little bit ago. Or Christmas Vacation. That's one, like, if it's on, I can just turn it on and jump in whatever part that it's in. But there's, there's a few in Rudolph because that's, like, one of my top three. And that's I want to watch it from beginning to end, undisturbed. So so I so sadly, middle aged guy sitting in a <laughs> living room by himself late at night, watching Rudolph. Hey man, everybody's got their thing. <laughs> it works. I guess that's your or thing. Frosty. But like so, Elf. Elf, I want to watch. Like I want to be able to watch that. But like Christmas Vacation. Yeah, like I feel like there are certain lines I'm waiting for, but aside from that, like there's a lot of downtime in that. It's movie. okay to go get a snack during that. Right, right. Like if Cousin Eddie's on screen, everybody better shut up. But <laughs> other than that, um, I honestly, I personally, this is random, but this is like one of those nostalgic, like, you know, when you're like a little kid, you've got those things that you just like, those mm-hmm. very vivid memories. That's what this whole podcast is. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, one of mine is the opening credits of Christmas Vacation where Santa's coming to the house yeah. and it's all animated. Yeah. And there's that super awesome, just ultra 80s song playing. And that that is the best part of that entire movie. To is me. that the Mariah Carey one? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not all I want for Christmas is you. It's like it's called Christmas Vacation. It's super lame. <laughs> it's But I love it. So... Yeah, I don't know. That's a thought. Songs, Christmas songs, Christmas music. Thoughts on Christmas music? I love it. I love some of it. Some of it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like Christmas music in general. I like, like super reverent, like like Oh Holy Night. Is a great song. Like all, all that stuff. I mean, we might as well just establish that's the best Christmas song of all time. That is the best ever. Christmas song. Yeah. The fall on your knees part is where mm-hmm. it just gets like, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That Just that one lyric of, of all songs, not just Christmas songs, all songs. That, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, there's real power like, behind yeah, like, that lyric. Like I mean, it, some songs have those lyrics and you're like, there's some weight to it. If that's the right thinking, but that one, yeah. Then, like the song right there, just takes this turn. Not, it just like ramps up well, the it, whole spirit. And I totally follow what you're saying. And with that said, is it kind of odd that that's the only time of year we play "Oh Holy Night"? Like, 
Like the Bible's kind of just about Jesus coming and being born, like his right. So why do we wait till one month out of year, the year to sing what may be one of the greatest Christian songs of all time? Well, if you could pull that out of the Christmas catalog and use it year round, why not? But not all Christmas music. No, but I mean, that one though. Yeah, that one. Right, has a special place. Like if we used it in church in April. Right. What people be weird about it? Ooh, we could do, totally do it in July though. Because there's that weird Christmas in the July thing. Where did that come from? Uh, no idea. But it's a thing, right? An eagerness oh, yeah. to get back to Christmas. Yeah. Like, oh, we're halfway there. Huh. Yeah. All but right. I, maybe. But I was watching a show the other night that an Australian guy was on, and he made a comment <laughs> about, you know, this reminded me of Christmas down under where it's summer for Christmas. I was like, ooh, that hmm. that was weird. I don't know how to process that. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like summer Christmas. That's not. Kind of destroys again, the whole white Christmas idea. Yeah, but at the same time, like after two days of snow, I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's enough of that. I don't know. White sand beaches in Australia that that'd be a white Christmas. Yeah, you can't make a sand snowman, can you? Maybe you can. No, it wouldn't oh. be the same. Oh, we can't. You remember our friend Ron? He used to work here. He makes all these beach creations. Have no, you ever seen that? Yeah. They're huge. They're like, uh, yeah, he could. But snowman? He's done the Batmobile in sand. Really? Yeah. He could do a snowman. <laughs> snowman is child's play, man. <laughs> what? All right. He's phenomenal. Yeah. All right. Okay. Christmas songs. Oh, you really reminded me of one now. Oh, great. This is, so my, my girlfriend, Abby, her favorite uh-huh. song is Surfing Santa. Okay. You ever heard it? I I think so. It's the Sounds worst weird. thing ever. It's like <laughs> the Beach Boys singing about Santa. I, I don't think it's the Beach Boys, but no, I think it is actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it better than Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer though? Better how? Can it be? Can it be worse? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Grandma got, got ran over by reindeers. Just kind of. Uh, I don't love it. Everybody loves it. I don't love it. I think it's horrible. It's not good. <laughs> Surfing Santa is by Lord Douglas oh. Byron. Okay. Is what Spotify tells me. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah, Grandma Grandma got run over by reindeers. Just like, what? it's like they're trying too hard. Yeah, let's find some dark humor at Christmas. Is Right. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Yeah, if you're from Southern Indiana, you don't have to try that hard. It's and are you looking forward to hearing that when Christmas time comes around? What dark yeah. humor? No, no, no. <laughs> Do I feel the grandma got ran on? over by rain or Santa? The, I don't know. It's kind of fun to play it for the kids and watch them try and process the message behind it, right? Um, or is that dark? Is that dark parenting? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I was telling Jason about this video on YouTube. It's not okay. But it was just this guy, like the the parents are having like Christmas Day and the kids are sitting on the couch. And as the parents start to get the, the Christmas presents out, the parents have like one of their friends bust through the door dressed like the Grinch. And he just starts like chucking presents at the walls and stuff and like stealing the Christmas tree. It's awful. The kids are just crying and the parents are filming it all. They just love it. It's better than showing as Krampus. Yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> there's a – okay, there's a thing in Germany. I think it's Germany. Every year – 
around Christmas, like it's winter. All the pe- they have like a parade of Krampuses. Yeah. Terrifying, terrifying. That is awful. Well, some of them have a like a Saint Santa or Saint Nick that walks around, but then there's another another one walking with for the bad kids. But it's yeah. not Krampus. <laughs> it's 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 like a a different version of Santa dressed in drab. I mean, it's not the cheerful red and white Saint Nick. It's one in khaki. Okay, like it's it's Belschnickel. <laughs> Dwight's Dwight's creepy Eastern not quite German. That. Not, not quite that. Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Have you been good, or was it fair or impish? <laughs> more like a college professor in a robe. That's it's not nearly as uh, yeah dark. Okay, okay. But then if you're talking about the the whole dark thing uh, with grandmother got ran over, then then play him. Saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, that one takes on a whole other thing. Yeah, That's yeah. like, oh, infidelity at Christmas. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what? Jason's just staring. Well, at I'm me. sitting there going, I think. I always thought it was Dad that was dressed what? up as Santa. Oh, is it? But I don't know that the lyrics are explicitly clear on it. Is what's weird. So Jason's like rationalized it in his brain all yeah. these years, so it's less Dude, creepy. I grew up. A good kid, or maybe I maybe <laughs> I just took it the other way. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe that really is way. what it is. Okay, yeah. All right. I I don't know. I think I saw a movie or something that I went, oh, that's what that song means. They're like dad dressed up as Santa Claus on Christmas Eve, and the kids saw him. And then the kids went to bed, and mom and dad are you know finishing wrapping presents right. and. Maybe that this says more about us. Okay, honestly, I, that I, makes way more sense in light of everything, but. I think our version's pretty interesting too. No, I agree with <laughs> you. Unless on we're that. the only two that think this, and everybody that's listening is like, "What, what is, is wrong? wrong with these guys?" But they're all, but a lot of things going back to TV shows. The the Rudolph. I mean, that has a real depressing, dark side to it. Santa's upset with Rudolph's parents because they had a kid with a deformity. So Santa's kind of the bad guy. Yeah, Santa ends up kind of being a jerk in the... Really? And so when the reindeer are making fun of Rudolph, it's just... The culture comes from the top. Yeah, they're just following Santa's <laughs> cue. Right, now he gets humbled, but still, it's... Santa. Break it down. Hey, but you know what? Let's, that's kind of cool to make Santa, like, a little more human. Like... You know, we got to knock him down a few notches. He's been some people yeah. putting him way too close up there with Jesus this time of year. We yeah. got to knock Santa down a few rungs. I don't know if the intent of this podcast is to ruin things, but we might because that's okay. If you go back and watch Rudolph when when Rudolph is born and Santa goes in the cave, mm-hmm. he shames the parents. Hmm. This is taking a very dark <laughs> yeah. turn. This is getting kind of depressing. Here, yeah. <laughs> All right. This so is anyways. why I've not been invited since the last time I was on the podcast. Not oh, true, man. I've asked you to come in here, but every time you and I sit down, we just end up talking about conspiracy theories. So, <laughs> well, I doubt. well, Frosty, wasn't he? The magician took the hat. Yes, I watched the shows a lot. Yes, I do. I don't remember to, anything to about Frosty, these. this girl's best friend that she's known for about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes the hat knowing full well that's the end of Frosty. Right. Man. And he's fine with it. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So anyways. Okay. <laughs> 
So, so favorite Christmas foods. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let, let's redeem the shows real quick because that's all what I'm about. I'm about redemption. That'll, I'll play that role on the podcast. But they're all great. Jimmy and I are here to dig yeah. the holes, so, and Jason's going to come along. So let's not leave it. Because you brought up Dwight. <coughs> and we kind of mentioned this earlier before we started recording, but the Christmas wrapping <clears throat> of Dwight's desk and chair in the office was right. really probably one of the greatest TV moments, I yeah. think. That was, it's up there. That was, that was excellent. I'm trying to look up other office uh, Christmas pranks because we were mentioning some, but I don't, I don't remember a lot of them. I think, well, there were a lot that I think happened around like their Christmas party, but they weren't necessarily Christmas themed, like the wrapping of when Jim wrapped the desk. Hmm. Zach is. I'm, da- scrolling I'm scrolling. And yeah, scrolling. I'm trying to find the the. I'm trying to find them. Yeah. I just saw a Benihana Christmas pop up, and then I Benihana. <laughs> now, well, now we know what we're doing for dinner. <laughs> was that that's one Mark or Michael's marking on the arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep track, and he's giving yeah, yeah. away bicycles for. <laughs> told Dwight the, the Benihana waitress. What? Benihana. Oh, oh, that's right. When they're at Benihana's. Uh, Dwight can't oh. hear what's going on at the other end of the table. And he's like, what's she saying, Jim? And he's like, oh, she can't remember how to butcher a goose. goose so right. Dwight just starts walking through verbally how to butcher a goose at the dinner table at Benihana's. And they're at a table with like two other families <laughs> trying to eat. And I love that there's no hesitation on Dwight's part. Right. Like, oh, butcher a goose. This is how you do it. And he just jumps right into it right. without even having to. It's just first nature. Kind of yeah. like how he butchered the. The uh, first aid dummy in the CPR class. That was <laughs> beautiful. Oh, my gosh. That was great. Sounds but that went Christmas, so that's off topic. No, it's okay. Okay. There's going to be rabbit holes. All this right. is what we do. <laughs> so um, here's what my family is into this year at the moment. Um, on Netflix, they have the Sugar Rush series that's uh, like cooking competitions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have one for Christmas treats. And so they have bake-offs of mm. different Christmas treats and First round is like cupcakes, then second round is confections, and then third round is a cake. And uh, they did ugly sweater, u- ugly sweater cake last night, and it was uh, some people actually like shaped the colors and the design of the inside of the cake to look like an ugly sweater. That's awesome. So they had like the zigzags and stuff. Yeah, they had uh, uh, they put cake pops inside their cake layers. Yeah, so they had trees and snowmen and stuff between different colored layers that's awesome it was brilliant that was awesome so yeah so that's fun christmas tv i guess i don't know i've got a pretty cool ugly sweater that i won at the the ward family (laughs) christmas a couple years ago it's it's a two person (laughs) two person two person sweater sweater. that's right two arms two arms two nickels yeah there are two nickels yeah i guess one big nickel could you fold no yeah I was trying to think if you could wear it just by yourself without it having the sec. Like if you could fold them. I don't think it works. Be really baggy. Yeah. Look like the 80s. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. You look great that night. Thanks, man. Yeah. I tried. I think it was staff Christmas party. That was staff Christmas party at the Ward House. Yeah. Yes. I still have that cookbook. (laughs) (laughs) Any uh, best uh, like gag gifts that you ever got that you totally loved actually? No? 
or a white elephant, you know, that kind of. Not anything worth no? mentioning. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I've got, I've still got a couple. Well, no, I don't have one of them. Like probably 10 years, 10 years ago when I was in youth ministry, uh, somebody gave me, you know, like you have the banks that you can put a, a coin in and the little golfer puts it down the yeah. you know, into the hole or something, you know, kind of those automated mm-hmm. toy banks. Well, this was styled like that, but it was a reindeer. And when you like push the head of the reindeer down, it poops out a jelly bean. And they knew I loved Dr. Pepper. So they got Dr. Pepper jelly beans with the poop and reindeer. It, you know, it looked like a, you know, it was kind of styled after those old school banks and, that was an awesome white elephant gift. That's pretty good. And that was mine. I love that. So I don't know what happened to it. But. I, I did get one maybe three years ago at White Elephant at Christmas. And my aunt and uncle had never done a white elephant before. And uh, so they said, uh, they, they told them, you know, what to do and everything. So when I opened the gift from them, it was uh, literally a white elephant piggy bank. And so I have a white elephant piggy bank. Nice. And it's awesome. Hmm. Nice. It's super goofy. Like, I'm pretty sure it's intended for toddlers, but I don't care. Yeah. I love it. I don't know. A couple of years ago, I was given a present as a real present, something that my daughter got at a white elephant gift party. <laughs> she actually stole, you know, you play the dirty Santa and you steal for the present. She actually stole this present intentionally to give it to me as a real present. <laughs> yeah, it sounds horrible, doesn't it? <laughs> I kind of like it. But somebody, uh, it was here in, in Fuse at the Christmas party. Somebody had, um, I don't know, gone through their uncle's attic or something and found like this old banjo. And it was dusty and kind of torn up and missing a string. And they're like, oh, that'll make a fun gag gift. Somebody opens it and both... Sarah and my wife look at each other in the middle of the party and like, dad would love that. (laughs) Dad would love that trash. Yeah. And so Sarah stole for it and then she wrapped it up and gave it to me on Christmas morning. Um, And it turns out it's a long neck banjo, which are not normal. They're, you know, normally, yeah. Yeah. There's a whole history of that, whatever. Um, But I sent it over to music shop and 30 bucks later, they cleaned it up, um, put new strings on it and it's a really good banjo. That's a, is that the one in your basement? Yeah, that's it's a, one in okay, my yeah, yeah. In my little studio. Yeah, so yeah. Someday. And so I actually cherish that. Like that's the coolest thing. That's ever. awesome. I don't so know how to play it. Someday that's going to show up in somebody's will that this banjo that I have hidden away for you that's worth <laughs> half a million dollars is is for you, and they're like, oh, I gave that yeah. away to White Elephant while I was in high school. I mean, it's not really worth much according to the guy at the music shop, but he did offer a hundred bucks for it. That's pretty good. You ever good. got yeah, another yeah. white elephant worth 100 bucks? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's like, I, I have a collection. It just means something to me. I, I don't have a long neck banjo for my collection. Huh. And to tie it all in, it's like Jim Carrey Grin said, one man's trash is somebody else's potpourri. Yeah. There you go. That's words to live by, man. <laughs> yeah. The so one thing I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, was please redeem at, that. Uh, no, I mean this is a pretty <laughs> random. This was a little random, but uh, I, I worked at a haunted house for years and years, and we would always do a staff Christmas party. And uh, w- one year we had a, um, it was like, um, what do you call it? A, a hunt, like a, a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. looking for every room. Well, you would get a clue as to where an envelope was, and you had to go find the envelope somewhere in the haunted house. 
and in that envelope was an, was your group's number, and you had to bring that back to your group, right? And uh, the first group back with every envelope got Nintendo DSIs, I think were, were what they were, the like newest Nintendo DS or whatever. And I got to this one room, and I found the envelope, and the room was just, there was dirt everywhere because it was a mine shaft. And so I found the envelope, and I stuck it in my pocket. And I walked around the room acting like I couldn't find where it was. And once everybody like kind of like wandered to the other corner of the room, I dug a little hole in the dirt and stuck the envelope down in it and covered the dirt back over it. So I buried the envelope and I walked out and that was the longest scavenger hunt ever because for hours they were digging in the dirt trying to find the envelope (laughs) because I hit it. We won, needless to say, but I kind of (laughs) cheated. Kind of. But I got a Nintendo DS, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Random. I'm sorry, but it was a great memory. <laughs> well, it should work. Do a Christmas party with haunted house employees. I know. Well, you, know you probably I don't want that. <laughs> you probably don't want is that. that. Uh, Jimmy and I were talking about this movie earlier, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that when you watch that vid- movie? Is that when it's? I think it's been coming on at Halloween. Has it? So then the debate starts in our house. <clears throat> is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? The, the better debate is, is it a good movie? Because, like, after the first five minutes, you're like, this is significantly less interesting than I remembered it being. No, I like it. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) I like Oogie Boogie. I like the Tim Burton stuff. I do, too. But it's just a little slow. It's a little trudging. Yeah. I don't know. All right. All right. Sorry, Jimmy. I mean, there's no tradition with it. It doesn't hurt my feelings. We watch it, but it's not... Hey, I'm gonna sit down with eggnog and cookies, and it's yeah, if it's on. Yeah, well, it is. It's like the perfect mix of Christmas and Halloween. Like it's a weird one. It's a little weird. Yeah, but that we debate that one every year, and usually we end up. Yeah, it's more of a Christmas movie because he is trying to replace Santa, right? But, but you could technically watch it at both, and everything's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, and yeah, yeah, all the way around. Okay. You know what movie's not dark? It's a Wonderful Life. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, <laughs> just we keep straying into the darkness. What? Look, this is what me and Jimmy do. We sit here I and know. we just dwell on all the weird stuff in life. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Fair statement. All right. What else we got? What else we favorite uh, favorite childhood toys? Legos. All day, yeah. every day, give me a Lego set for Christmas. Literally, give me a Lego set for Christmas today, and I will be occupied. Love it. Yeah. I'm Good times. That. Yeah. I think when I got the Atari, that was a big deal. Yeah. Did you get E.T.? E.T.? Yeah. No. You don't know that one? No. You literally can't beat it. They, they pumped that game out in like two weeks. It makes no sense. <laughs> like, no. It's, it's a pointless game. No. Yeah, we're probably more in the Pong, and Warlords was one of my favorites, which was Pong on steroids. Caterpillar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Caterpillar was good. Asteroids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had an Atari. I like it. had Coconuts. Yeah. That one was weird. Coconut? Yeah. yeah I don't know. You were this one. little safari guy running underneath palm trees, and monkeys were throwing coconuts down on your head. I don't And if you got hit one. with a coconut, you were out. You died. <laughs> Oh, and they just started throwing coconuts faster and faster. And you faster know what? Faster. I might remember that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I I remember when my brother and I got uh, uh, Nintendo, the original, not the Super NES, but the original Nintendo and RC Kart and Super Mario. And, and we fought for months to get through the eight levels of Mario. That was awesome. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So. What about you, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, Atari, I got a bicycle once. That was a big deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I woke up early that year, and uh, I remember seeing the image of it out in the living room, like the shadow, or not the, uh, the black outline. Went, oh, you know what I'm getting. The surprise was over. Oh, man. Not too early, but. Uh, That's kind of like the year we got a basketball goal. It was kind of hard to wrap that in front <laughs> of the tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, yeah. my household had its own kind of shenanigans. Um, like we would go to, uh, you know, Christmas at my grandma's house and, uh, we always play bingo and then we've got bingo prizes, right? You guys ever do, do anything like no. that? Okay. No, we um, played Bible trivia and argued over the theology of it. Oh, <laughs> you've told me about this. <laughs> actually, actually my aunts and uncles and my grandma and yeah. On Christmas the adults, day? The adults would Christmas night, usually after Christmas dinner. My grandmother always wanted to play Bible trivia, and all the adults would go do that while the kids played in the living room with all of our new toys. And, and then blah, you blah, would blah. argue over? No, I, I just remember it never sounded like fun because they always argued about <laughs> Whether it was Noah or Mo, it was Moses who built the ark, I don't know. It, it was, was Moses. It's it always Moses. It was always Moses, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, one, I remember one Christmas, my uncle would always answer Moses to whatever question. So, like, you know, who was, who was the fifth disciple? Moses. <laughs> who, who wrote Revelation? Moses. And then the question actually came up that, and everybody's just getting on to him going, come on, you know, you know more than this. You know more about the Bible. And my grandmother's just frustrated because her son won't play, you know. <laughs> so that, that's why, though, he didn't want to play. Yeah, he was just being grumpy. Yeah, he was just kind of being a stick in the mud. And then a question came around that the answer truly was Moses. And he was like, fine, I'll do something different. John. <laughs> and everybody's like, no, no. <laughs> and he's like, y'all been griping at me all night. And so. This one really is Moses. Yeah. And so I just remember Moses and my uncle. But gra- uh, grandma would do, want to do this the following year. Yeah, it was kind of a, she was, I, I remember it kind of being a number of, you know, three or four years in a row that that was kind of what she wanted to do. And Did it ever get better? I think we changed our <laughs> dreams along the way. I don't over know. Time to... I don't remember. I mean, as kids, like I said, I was over in the living room just playing with toys. And, right. Yeah. So, My dad had this terrible, <laughs> terrible game that he liked to play, I guess you could call it, where, like, when he would give somebody a gift, he would attempt to make it look like something extraordinary underneath the wrapping paper mm-hmm. like like he would build it out with just cardboard like duct taping cardboard in different patterns so it looked like something just elaborate and then it would be like a broom <laughs> but like he would wrap it so it looks like a ferrari a or something yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah but like i just remember one year he did that and everybody's like oh my gosh what is this and it's a broom right. it's a broom nice. <laughs> so i don't know it was kind of fun so with your – did you guys open on Christmas morning or Christmas Eve? I had 
I had uh, both of my grandmothers lived in the same town. So Christmas Eve was at one grandma's house, and we would open presents with that side of the family. And then Christmas morning, both sides of the family would come to our house, and it was just mayhem. We had 20 people, and, I mean, it was it was, it was probably overkill, Mom and Dad. I'll just say that now. <laughs> and we'd have a huge Christmas brunch. And then Christmas night, we'd go to the other grandmother's house and celebrate specifically that family. So it was three um, but I do remember one year after brunch, we drove, I think, an hour, hour and a half-ish to get to uh, an aunt and uncle's house, and we celebrated with them and then drove back home. It was That was a crazy Christmas. When did you open, like, with your mom and dad and brothers and sisters? Christmas morning. But other people were there, too? Yeah, because, like, we had family that would drive in. It was like Christmas vacation. Yeah. Christmas morning was more like for the kids. So, like, I had some cousins in Colorado that would come in, um, and so that was kind of their Christmas morning. Um, but the nights were specifically about the grandmas hmm. um, on Christmas Eve and Christmas night. So hmm. um, so the morning was more about kids and brunch. And the adults got some presents and stuff like, you know, it was kind of more our immediate family with my cousins involved. So, But, yeah, the, tra- the tradition really um, – was also that around midnight when the kids would all go to bed, you know, all the cousins, you know, there's, you know, we'd all sleep and, you know, have a sleepover in my parents' house while all of the aunts and uncles stayed up wrapping presents till two, three, four in the morning. And then we're up at 7 a.m. <laughs> wow. You know, it was, uh, it was a Christmas of not sleeping, I think is what really that boiled down to. But. Santa Claus always made his way to the Killy household. On Christmas Eve. But I have a creeping feeling that Santa's going to be coming on Christmas Day this year. Just because it's COVID. <laughs> so you opened on Christmas Eve. And, but, yeah. So did you guys then, when you opened, did you just rip through it? Or was it? Because here's, here's we, we, so the Parkers, was Christmas morning. So mom, dad, my sister. And we'd all get set, you know, find a spot. Somebody had sorted out, play Santa, and set up piles, and then you just kind of rip through it. And I thought that was kind of normal. And then I met my wife, <laughs> and went to her house, and they opened up on Christmas Eve, and it was one at a time. Yeah. And so everybody's watching you open, and then you would show what you mm-hmm. what you got, and it was very different. Formal. Very formal. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I, I don't want to make it sense. Right. It was just very different. So then when when my wife came and saw our house, she very much had a look on her face like, what in the world? You don't even get to see. What anybody got. You, what Barbarians. they enjoyed. It was just, <laughs> it was just, and it wasn't a very big house. So there was just like, after a while, like, right. what is paper? What is trash? What's a present? <laughs> you know. When we were, when when I was young, I remember just kind of the free for all that you would, yeah. You would tear into your pile, and then we would go around the room and show everything in our pile. Um, but then, as we got older, I remember um, doing more of the take turns kind of deal. Oh, even later in life, so. when we had kids, there there was no. It got to the point like they're like, oh, did you get, did you get? And did they couldn't really get say that one it. Present? They yeah. couldn't say it because they had no idea. I mean, you'd look right. around the room and. Right, and you rip through them so fast, so fast you can't remember if you open one from them. And you're like, "Oh yeah, here it is. Thank you." 
I'd, I'd say my household's somewhere between those two concepts. Like, we would maybe like everybody would get one present at the same time, and everybody would just open that present. Like, it wasn't yeah. like one person would go, then another person would go. Right. It's more just like everybody gets one present, opens it. Oh, look what we all got. Everybody gets one present, opens it. Look what we all yeah. got. You know what everybody I mean? Everybody opens the same time, but right. then you go around the room. Exactly. Yeah, I think we've done that okay. too. That's yeah. more more our thing, at least in recent years. like Kind of like you, when I was younger, I think it was more just like I'm going to tear into everything in this room right? regardless of what's written on it. So we knew a family <laughs> that had a tradition I've never heard of since. They would make sure that each person in the family, and they were a small family. They were like family of three, uh, four, sorry. Uh, they had two kids. Um, everybody got 12 presents. And so they, I don't know how they, you know, like there's always one from brother and there's always one, you know, whatever. They had 12 presents. First present of Christmas was at 8 a.m. Second present of Christmas, what? 9 a.m. No. And so they opened it's one Hanukkah present. In no. one day? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But they opened one present at the top of each hour all day. Oh, wow. I don't like that. Huh. I don't like that. That's it, uncomfortable. It was intriguing enough that I thought that would kind of be fun to try. But we've never done it, so it wasn't that intriguing, I guess. I That's know. weird. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like it. Like, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But there's no way that that would fly in my household. Right. Like, we don't have that kind of self-restraint. Like yeah. At 10 o'clock, you got a pair of socks. Gross. That's a wasted <laughs> hour, man. That, I, think, <laughs> I think they were str- – yeah. yeah, it is. So, so is there strategy – I wonder, like, at the last one, is that the, the gift? It's got to be. They, I think they structured it where um, where they would, yeah, they would tell you which one to open, which, you know, save the small one for last or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. I think so. Wow, that's different. Like, we'll do, like, today, um, you're not allowed, like, <laughs> we, we make our kids wait on the stairs <laughs> until we let them down in the living room. Um Oh, well, no, lately we've been, last number of years, we've let them into, uh, you know, the downstairs and they can get into their stockings willy nilly. Um, but everything else has to wait for the family and stuff like that. And then we'll go by rounds of youngest, oldest or something like that. So, but. Okay. Yeah. So what, one, let's do one more question. Okay. Christmas decorations. How do your households decorate? When is the appropriate time to decorate? <laughs> uh, us, we're Thanksgiving. We start the process. Yeah, probably the same for us. And then I take care of the tree, and my wife takes care of the rest. Um, since adding another young one to the family, it's most of the trees are at the bottom, or most of the ornaments are at the bottom of the tree. <laughs> Uh, very few at the top. Uh, we probably have kept Hallmark in business. Uh, quite a bit of that. And then they get arranged so like Darth is fighting Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, minions are together. It's okay. For the engineer or the person that likes balance, it's this isn't it's, it. a, it's a train wreck. <laughs> it's, it's it's awful. Uh Okay. I mean, we start around Thanksgiving weekend as well, but on my own part, I would have to say that there is probably a reason that the words decorate and procrastinate rhyme, yeah. um, especially when it comes to outside lights. <laughs> so, 
Um, the weather was great during November, and I should have gotten outside. And I haven't. Just I would saying. say, like, growing up, right after Thanksgiving is when we would start decorating. As for me, in my adult life, I've been getting into a little bit of trouble with everybody I know right now because I have not and do not plan on decorating for Christmas. <laughs> Like, Slacker. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's kind of cool. It's yeah. kind of nice. But is, we talked about music earlier. Do you start playing music before Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't really play Christmas music. Like, I, if I want to listen to like, uh, like right around Christmas, I'll probably like right around Christmas, I will mm-hmm. probably start listening to some Christmas music. But <clears throat> that's not a like. I've got some specific stuff like. Um, like the Vince Guaraldi, the the guy who wrote all the stuff for the Peanuts Christmas, okay. which great Christmas TV. We didn't mention that earlier. Uh, great special, but um, yeah, like Vince Guaraldi, I've got a playlist on Spotify that's kind of that light jazz kind of. Okay, that's cool. Ambiance music, yeah, that's cool. Um, I love pentatonics stuff just because I'm a sucker for acapella, good acapella. But um, I like all the like Sinatra stuff. Like all the like big band Christmas, like the yeah. Elf soundtrack. Oh essentially. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not allowed to play anything in the house prior to Thanksgiving. Okay. But when it comes to what I do here at the church, I feel like Thanksgiving is way too late to start listening to Christmas music for because we're. I mean, normally we start Christmas music that Sunday. Right. <laughs> so. You know, about August, I start looking to see what artists are releasing new versions of uh, First Noel and Silent Night to, you know, see what's available and if there's anything we can do interesting musically for Christmas. So I'll start listening that early in my office. Right. <laughs> but I can't, I'm not allowed to do it out loud well, around other people. Right. Like, I, I don't really <laughs> do it in my free time because when I'm at the barber shop, that's all that plays all day on the radio. So I'm listening to it all day, every day there. And then Sunday's here now. Yeah. It's Christmas music. So mm-hmm. it's like, I have my fair share. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Like, yeah. If I worked in retail or something like that, I'd probably not play it as much. Right. Yeah. I agree. What you got, Jimmy? You just yeah, looking at think, us. Yeah. At least on the radio or playing in the car or whatever, it's Thanksgiving nights usually. All right. I'm okay with it now. But I don't necessarily seek it out, although sometimes. Right. I think maybe like you were thinking. Do you, and then do working you, at retail, I, you're talking about that. I remember working at J.C. Penney and hearing the same songs over and over and over. I think about the or uh, yeah, Paul McCartney, the Wings. I love Wings. This so Christmas good. music. I remember hearing that over and just constant. It's so by Christmas you were. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready for something else. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, though, I will say, though, there are certain years where it just feels like Christmas, and then there's other years where it doesn't. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. This Especially is one, this year. <laughs> yeah, this one does not feel like Christmas. This yeah, one's like, fully. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a tree in the corner right now, and I was like, what are you doing there? <laughs> I didn't even see it. You're not there. tricking me. <laughs> this is 2020. That's right. So, so I think that's just get older. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. The excitement comes a little later, and then it's... The year flies over. faster, and you're here. You feel like you just put the decorations yeah. away. 
I mean, you're a kid. You're looking forward to getting out of school. The last time I was genuinely excited about, like, Christmas, like, just visually, I guess, or just the feeling of it, was uh, at Ball State. I was walking. uh, Like, I I had to go to a friend's house, and I hadn't been outside all day. Um, And it had started snowing, and I hadn't noticed it. And I got outside, and it was like nobody on the streets Hmm. and I was walking onto campus and it was like just me like it was the weirdest thing ever it was like I was alone in a winter wonderland (laughs) it was it was beautiful and it was awesome and like I I don't know I think about that a lot like how that was just a cool that was a good Christmas time moment and I guess I haven't had another like memorable one since you know interesting yeah interesting there you go. I don't okay. know. I don't know what that means. So, are you <laughs> on your Christmas tree? Are you a white lights or colored lights? White lights are prettier. Colored lights are fun. But which do you? I would go white lights now. Okay. As a kid, probably the colored ones. Okay. Yeah. Where do you? Uh, we're white lights. We put some color in the back for fun. Um, yeah, growing up, you have colored lights on the back of the tree and white no, no, no. I'm sorry, in the backyard. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I should oh, okay. explain that okay. better. Gotcha. The gotcha. Front of the house is uh, white lights, more classic or uh, that's not the right the sound. What, what? I don't know. More adult, maybe. Gotcha. I guess. Yeah. But I yeah. love the colored lights. Colored Christmas, especially lights. the pre LED. Yeah. LED has killed the look of colored lights. Well, they yeah. just remind me of Stranger Things now, the colored lights. <laughs> Where they, they put the colored Christmas lights on the wall, and then she writes out the alphabet, and that's how that's how I her know. son's communicating with her yeah. from like the other dimension. Right. <laughs> he took a turn again. Didn't he it? did. I'm he sorry. Did. That's just, this is what happens up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just a please don't mix the warm white oh. kind of the yellowy light with the bluish white oh my god don't mix those please oh yeah. you mean like we do on stage every year with our two trees the yellow ones and then the green tinted tree well, but those came okay so we ordered trees off amazon and two of them have this greenish tint to the lights which that doesn't even make sense no but i'm like 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 warm light and cool light like warm light and warm white and cool white right right, right. does that make sense yeah i'm with you yeah yeah i've even got my family calling out neighbors on that now so really yeah i'm well, afraid you'd, for you to see my house <laughs> or a tree like we have uh on our tree white lights the c7 the kind of bigger bulb okay. not the great big ones but mm-hmm. kind of that medium range and the, the and they're we've had them a while so the ones that have been there a while kind of have a warm a little more yellowy yeah yeah, yeah. but when they burn out you put a replacement now you got a bright white. Yeah, like, that's pretty uh-oh. subtle. But like, yeah, I've seen, uh, yeah, never mind. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Guys, All it's right. 156. Yes. You have a meeting. I do. Okay. We did it. This so is what, it. So what's the wrap? What's the wrap? What do what's, we decide? What is, what is the best Christmas verse? What, what's your favorite Christmas verse? Not the best, but which, what's your favorite? That when you hear the verse... In scripture that you go, okay, that's Christmas. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Give me one second here. Because I had one. I and you don't have to know it word for word. I'm not saying you. No, I had it. Okay. I had a good one. Because I've got two oh. just in case y'all pick one of mine. 
I think the, 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 with the shepherds, the angels appearing to the shepherds. All right, I'm I going mean, to my second. Right, there's a going. real... <laughs> I mean that's a one that's a visual you can really yeah. get your head around. We we mm-hmm. we've seen farms or whatever. I mean you know we we understand that. Um, yeah, the glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill yeah, to men. That anything with the angels appearing and that kind of. I mean, I know there's other angel appearings appearances in scripture. Yeah, yeah. but the one with the shepherds that's one of my favorites. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, Did you find it? Yeah, mine's in John. Um, it, hold on, it's in this first chapter. Um, first 14. Don't say that, because now I'm going to look there. Because it's my second one, probably. Uh, you got it? You go ahead and do yours. Okay. I mean, mine is, you know, in John 1, 1, 1. Where, I mean, it's not even really a, a, this is almost like Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or not? Um, No, it's not. Some, you know, some would say chapter one of John is not necessarily a Christmas passage, but I think it is. I love it. In the beginning, it was the word and the word was with God. Uh But verse 14, that, uh, that the word became flesh. Oh, that's where I was going. See, (laughs) it was where I was going. I picked two. (laughs) You had one and Jimmy had the other. No, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, you do it. You no, do it. I already said my thing. What? Oh, I'm read it. Pull go up ahead and read it. Version. <sighs> go ahead. Okay. Well, talk you. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess my take on it might be different from why why you like it. But the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And the reason I like this verse is because of something I learned earlier this year, and that's the word "dwelling" here is um tabernacle it's the same word for tabernacle Hmm. and that's why i like that is it 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 draws the conclusion between the old testament and the new testament that he made his tabernacle among us that jesus is the tabernacle and i think that's awesome yeah yeah i um i'll read the message version which we know is you know okay not literal but right um verse 14 the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood (laughs) <laughs> I just, I don't know. I love that. That just, um, yeah. I mean, God is not this distant. He's here with us. It's Emmanuel. God moved into the neighborhood and we should live our lives as if Jesus is here with us, which he is through right. the spirit. So let's do it. So, right. I love it. Jesus is in the hood. Jesus in the hood. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I, Thank you for sitting here and listening to our rantings and our ramblings. If you made it this far. Yeah, you, what you, I, mean, I don't blame you if you haven't. But if you have, God bless you. Yeah, and podcasts, can you see when people quit listening? No. I like, wish oh, we yeah, could, we got, Look how many. Oh, wait a minute. That's trailing off. <laughs> so the moral of the story. It started curve. trailing off yeah. at Star Wars Christmas. Um, <laughs> but the moral of the story is your family is not as messed up as ours. So we're... <laughs> But uh, no, for real, I hope uh, that you all can sit around and just uh, reminisce on random stuff and just have fun and and goof off a little bit. I know that this has been a uh, less theological take on Salty Saints, but uh, have some joy. Have some joy. Be be a little little random with it. Like just it doesn't all have to be so serious. 
the rest of 2020 has done that for us already. So yep. <laughs> try and enjoy the holidays and uh, take it easy. Stay salty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Jimmy, you got to say it. Merry Christmas. Thank you. There we go. Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.